wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Hello, and welcome back to Morgan's Pop Talks, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. The last Pop Talks of 2021. Oh my gosh. I don't know about you, but I am not ready for 2022. I feel like the past two years have just been a complete and total blur you know, the past month for me has been a complete and total blur, but I'm feeling much better. Hopefully you guys can hear that. You know, I don't have COVID anymore, which is a positive and I don't have to think about it for at least another six months since I just had it. So we are looking at the glass half full. I'm super excited for today's podcast. We have a lot of great stuff Uh, with it being the final week of 2021. I thought it would be fun to do kind of a year in review for the pop three this week, you know, the three biggest stories of the whole entire year. We had some big pop culture moments this year. So we're going to get into that, our deep dive this week. Uh, You know, we did a deep dive on Megan King when she got married. Now we got to do one now that she is divorced two months later. And then also I'm going to do my 2022 predictions. And I have a bachelor slash bachelorette prediction that I really think you guys are going to like. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Our pop three, we're going to look at the biggest pop culture moments of the whole year because 2021 was the year of Kravis. Come on now. Did you expect anything different on this podcast? One of the very first videos I ever did on Morgan P. Talks on my Instagram was about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker dating. Now I do have a conspiracy at the end that is very interesting. So hang on for that. But, you know, they have been friends, neighbors for years, but didn't make things public until January of this year. Doesn't it feel like ages ago that these two came out and said they were dating? No, that happened in January of 2021. My favorite Kravis moments this year, their first UFC fight night, I knew when Sugar Free Courtney was chowing on those Tootsie Pops that they were in for a wild ride. Now, they might not have been straight up Tootsie Pops, cannot confirm or deny, but I bet they had sugar in it. And you know, Courtney wouldn't even give her kids candy on their birthday. So the fact that she had that Tootsie Pop, I knew these two were in it for the long haul. Remember that Disneyland trip where Courtney was spotted with the bride mini ears on and everybody lost their freaking minds? Uh, yeah. Travis Barker flying on an airplane. We could stop right there. What a moment that was for Travis. You know, if you aren't up to date with what happened to him in 2008. He was in a really terrible plane crash. Only two people survived it. And he actually now is the only living survivor of that plane crash. And he would, he refused to fly. Anytime that they would tour overseas, he would go on a boat or he would take a tour bus if it was in America. So just for him to get on an airplane to overcome his fears with Courtney was also an amazing moment, of course. Another big one, in the middle of Paris, bro, is this chick okay, as Scott Disick would say? 
just making out in the middle of Paris and obviously their engagement October 16th, 2021 on the beach with a billion red roses. It was taped for the Hulu series, which we can't wait. Thank you to the Kardashians. They really know what they're doing, right? They're like, oh yeah, we're done with reality TV. We're done. Two months later, literally cameras everywhere that they go. They knew what they were doing. So here, you guys, is this conspiracy theory that I saw on Rissa Victoria on TikTok. In 2019, there's a video of Travis and Courtney cuddled up on the couch at Courtney's 40th birthday party. And this was on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So if you want to go back and watch it, I believe it was season 17. But, you know, there was no no real Travis that we all knew about. But what do you know? They pan over and there's Courtney and Travis cuddled up. And then it's the same season that Courtney was very secretive about dating someone. In one episode, Courtney shows up at the house with a hickey on her neck and her sisters are like, why do you always hide everything? Why can't you tell us who you're dating? But Courtney would not say who it was. Was it Travis? And they've really been hiding their secret romance for years. You know, I can get down with a conspiracy theory. So I believe it. Everyone's talking about the baby bottle. Okay, I'll talk about the baby bottle. If you don't know, Travis posted an Instagram story of them watching, I think it was the Grinch or something. In the corner, there is a baby bottle with milk in it. And people are going nuts. They're like, what is going on? Do they have a baby already? I think that they probably drink out of the baby bottle, okay? A la Lauren Kent from Utah. They're weird, you know? We love them for it. I would not put it past either one of them to drink milk out of a baby bottle and to put it on Instagram just to mess with us. But we'll see. Coming in number two, the year 2021 was the year of Britney. Britney is free. 2021 was her comeback season. When you truly think of how wild this whole thing was and the power of social media, I mean, when you really put it into perspective and realize that this had been going on for 13 years and no one really knew the extent of what was going on with Britney, but some Britney fans saw the signs. They were talking to her through her social media accounts, and then the world heard Britney for the first time when she addressed the court in June of 2021. I mean, some of the things that she said just stick with you. You know, she's talking about how she fakes it, but now she's telling the truth. She's not happy. She couldn't sleep. She's so angry. She said she cried every single day. The singer also claimed she wanted to have another kid. But her conservators had prevented her from going to the doctor to have her IUD removed. I mean, it was a powerful moment. And the world heard Britney finally after 13 years. And now every day she's a little bit closer to being completely free from this thing. In September, she got engaged to Sam. Britney's conservatorship officially ended in November of 2021 after 13 years. Her attorney said, the record is clear. The time is clear. The time has come today to end the conservatorship. Now, of course, there's some legalities going on behind the scenes. Her father's still putting up a fight when it comes to paying for 
the legal fees of it all. But like I said, every single day she's getting closer and closer and closer to having this thing completely behind her. And I could not be happier about that. People always ask my opinion on Britney. And I think it's hard to really have a firm opinion because you don't ever want to speculate on someone's mental health state when you really don't know what's going on. But my answer is always the same. If Britney was well enough to do Las Vegas residencies, be on the X Factor, make music with G-Eazy, whatever it was that was making everyone around her money, she was well enough to make her own decisions about the income that she was bringing in, and she was not able to do that. So congratulations to Brittany. 2021, her comeback season. And number three for this week's pop three, this is the host's choice. The Madison J. Kristen J-Lo A-Rod drama. This was the messiest thing I have ever witnessed. And the fact that it starts and ends with our little Bravo Southern Charmers is just a chef's kiss. And yes, this started this Year. Well, it actually started at the end of 2022 when Austin Craig, Kristen, and Kristen's best friend Justin were hanging out during the holidays, but it really exploded in January. So this first starts, we had the Madison and Jay drama, where there was some drama going on between Kristen and Madison over Austin. Okay, we had that Instagram story, you know, of them singing, we will never get back together. That was at the end of 2020. Then Madison gets on her Instagram live and starts mocking all of them. Then Madison gets on Instagram and starts saying, hey, I hooked up with your now ex-husband, Jay Cutler. Awkward. And I mean, she was sharing text messages between her and Jay. Then mere days later comes the Southern Charm reunion where Craig woke up, chose not to brush his hair, and also to throw Madison so far under the bus that she fell into a sinkhole down there to never be seen again. The Southern Charm reunion is where we got the A-Rod drama, where we found out that Madison is FaceTiming A-Rod. He's liking her pictures. A-Rod engaged to J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. They broke up over it. Not once, but twice. I mean, they say that wasn't the reason. It was. Do you guys remember when A-Rod posted that shrine to J-Lo on his Instagram story? <laughs> Literally pictures of J-Lo with that song Yellow by Coldplay playing in the background. Specifically that part where it's like, you see a stream down your face. When you lose someone, you can't replace. Sorry, I still have a little bit of the COVID congestion, but you get it. There was one picture of the words Jennifer and Alex written in the sand with a heart around it. Just absolutely wild, which then led us to Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck getting back together. Truly the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Madison's now engaged. Kristen is going to be a major storyline in this upcoming season of Summer House with Paige and Craig. And we don't care what A-Rod is doing. There you have it, you guys. A trip down memory lane for the biggest three moments in pop culture history for the year 2021. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with our deep dive. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. 
That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Our final deep dive of the year. This week it's coming to us from Alex. Hey Morgan, this is Alex from Waterville, Ohio. Need a deep dive on Megan Edmonds getting divorced after two months. Like, how does that even happen? Were you surprised by it? Love your page, all your reels. Happy New Year, girl. Happy New Year, girl. Love you like a sis. Remember when we used to put that in all of our away messages? L-Y-L-A-S. I've been saying that to my friends on text message lately. It's something that I want to carry into 2022. So I'm just saying it as much as possible. Okay. This is wild because we did a deep dive on Megan King when she got married when it happened here on the Pop Talks. To catch you up to speed, if you're new here, Megan King was a former housewife of Orange County. Uh, When she was on the show, she was married to a guy named Jim Edmonds. That guy was a true and utter disaster. That divorce was a disaster. Megan King also outed a guy who was lying about cancer on national television. We don't have time to get into all of that, but if you want to know more about it, I recommend you go back to the October 14th episode. You will learn everything you need to know about Megan King. She married Cuff Biden Owens. Yes, the president's nephew. And yes, the president was at the wedding only for these two to announce their divorce two months later. This was a whirlwind romance. They met on a dating app. They talked for four hours on the phone the first night they met, you know, like we all did when we were in seventh grade. The next day he flew to St. Louis to see her. They were inseparable ever since. Two months later, divorced. We're all kind of shocked when we learned that she did get married. It happened very quickly. And now we're here. So what what changed In the span of two months. I mean, she's only spoken out once publicly, but it was on her Instagram stories. And and here are some quotes from that. She says, I've been asked by many outlets and individuals to comment on the state of my marriage. I am rattled. The situation is profoundly devastating. She continued, this is obviously not what I imagined when I made my vows, and I'm shocked and saddened by the way things turned out. She wrote that she's moving forward with her children as they privately process their pain and begin to let go of shattered dreams. She wrapped it up by saying, This time I ask for your grace and gentle kindness as I navigate this labyrinth of grief with my family. Mm, Wow, what a statement for the Instagram stories. I know it's like a way to get the word out, but for some reason, anytime I read something like this serious on an Instagram story, I just feel like something is a little wrong. Anyways, there's a lot of different theories out there. We'll get to mine in a second, but according to E! News, an insider said it had to do with long distance. So this source says it had to do with distance. Megan cannot uproot the children from where they currently live, and he lives and works in California. Megan's in St. Louis. She has three young kids, um, a five-year-old and then a twin three-year-olds who she shares with her ex-husband, Jim Edmonds, while Cuff is a Los Angeles-based attorney. The source adds, was not a relationship rooted in that much practicality. She had hopes of being able to spend more time in California, but the kids cannot just be moved. 
This, I think, is a a load of crap. She had this issue with her first husband, not her first husband, with Jim. She was in California. She was on the Real Housewives of Orange County, and he was in St. Louis, I think, playing baseball. I think he was in St. Louis. Would she willingly put herself in that situation twice? I mean, it was a huge thing on Orange County when she's like, oh, yeah, he's here half the time. I don't really like it, yada, yada, yada. And then you're going to do it all over again with this guy you've known for a month? It's like relationship building 101. Hey, hon, where do you want to live? If that is the reason they got divorced, I seriously question their decision-making as adults, which sounds really harsh, but come on, that cannot be serious. A woman smart enough to catch on to someone lying about cancer is not mindful enough to say to herself, hmm, we live in two different places. I have three small children. He also has children. How is this going to work? Should I maybe wait a little bit to see how the distance plays out? Or should I just, you know, live life on the edge and go get married? I'm not buying that at all. Why would you want to put your kids through something like this if distance is the reason for your split? It just seems like it very easily could have been prevented if you had just maybe talked about the practicality of it all, talked about what your ideal situation looked like moving forward. And maybe I am being a little too judgmental. Maybe they did talk about it and it just didn't pan out the way that they wanted to. But to get divorced after two months because of distance? Something just does not sit right with me about that particular reason. Here's another interesting tidbit of info. A couple weeks before her split, Megan King asked for, quote, good marriage tips on her Instagram. This post was on December 3rd. She says, we sent the kids to stay at grandma and grandpa's. We got a hotel three miles from our house and I slipped into the pajamas I've been waiting to wear for a special occasion. They're like, they're cute pajamas. Don't get me wrong, but this makes it sound a little like provocative. They weren't. It was like long sleeve, uh, pink silk with like fuzzy feathers on the end. So to wait for a special occasion to wear those just kind of weird. Uh, she said, we feel like we've been married for a million years thanks to marrying later in life and with a lot of history and well kids. So a two month anniversary staycation was called for. She said tomorrow real life commences, but a few hours in a hotel and then she tags the hotel We'll do a new marriage good. Please give us more good marriage tips. You're not asking for marriage tips from your one million followers if the only thing that is wrong in your relationship is distance. And I'm the queen of long distance. I've been in a long distance relationship for almost four years and two pandemic years, which equals a million years friend of Morgan's Pop Talks. Nicole Moore, love coach, fantastic interview. If you missed it, go listen to it. She gave Megan her marriage advice. You want to hear it? Here's what it is. She said, best advice I have for marriage is to always remember every disagreement or fight comes down to two things. One or both of you is afraid that you won't get what you want or that you will be hurt. If you can remember, even in tough moments, that you both just want to feel safe and get what you want in the partnership, It can put you on the same side instead of against each other. And when things are good, savor it and really enjoy it and be grateful. Great advice from our girl, Nicole. 
I'm sorry it did not help Megan that much. So here's what I think. Maybe they just didn't know each other well enough when they got married after like four weeks. One of the two, whether it was Cuff, whether it was Megan, figured it out. This was a mistake. We moved too fast. Now we need to rip the Band-Aid off and not let this thing drag on any longer than it needs to, especially when there is young children involved. So am I surprised? I think I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I will say that I am surprised just because she was gushing over him two months ago in that bride's article about how she just knew he was her soulmate, that she had no reservations. And like to get divorced in two months, things had to be pretty bad. I don't know. I'm just more surprised by someone wanting to get married after a month. I mean, she's not 28 like I am, but I have so much anxiety about making sure that everything in life is perfect and worked out and all the details are ironed out. So something like this is just something that I would never do. I don't like it when people call her crazy or nuts or whatever. The bottom line is that she's been through a lot. She just wants to be loved. Don't we all? Isn't really that what we all want at the end of the day? So let's not like drag her for that necessarily. I say as I just maybe dragged her for 10 minutes. But anyways, wow, what a mess. No New Year's Eve kiss for Meg. Better luck in 2022. All right, to wrap up the final show of the year, I want to do my predictions for 2022. And I have a bachelorette prediction that I am putting like my full heart and soul into it. We'll get to it last. But I think the best show of the year is going to be Summer House. Are the kids of Summer House the future of Bravo? I say kids like Kyle Cook isn't almost 40 years old. He's not a kid. He just acts like one. But that's why we love him. We didn't get to go over the trailer because that's when I lost my voice. But the trailer for season six is just incredible. Amanda having cold feet about getting married, which kind of sucks that we know that her and Kyle did end up getting married because we saw it all over Instagram, but we know there's going to be some drums there. Finally get to see the romance happen between Paige and Craig, Carl and Lindsay, which by the way, they are totally dating. There is not 1% doubt in my mind, even though they have not come out and say it. I mean, Every Instagram story, either one of them put up, the other person is tagged. They spent Christmas in a hotel together. They tagged the robes on the bed. They're dating. Kyle admitting that he's $4 million in debt. Can I just say that I like that he admitted that? We see these reality TV stars and think that they have the easiest life ever and that they have it made and that they're on TV and that their business is automatically successful. Well, they're still trying to make Loverboy happen. It's not as easy as it seems to start a business. And apparently he's $4 million in debt. So very interested to see about that. Uh, we get Danielle versus Sierra. I don't know if you caught it. Yes, Sierra threw wine at Danielle. She also threw the glass. Like wine goes out of the glass. Then she throws the glass at Danielle. I think Danielle is underrated. That's a debate for another day. But you are going to want to watch Summer House. It starts January 17th. So we don't have too much time to wait, which is very exciting. My second prediction for the year, Kravis will welcome a baby, probably via surrogate. Heck, maybe they already have one with that little baby bottle pop they got on their uh, little coffee table. I think they're so obsessed with each other that – 
they think they don't have a choice. Like they have to procreate because they're so obsessed with each other. Like it would just be a waste if they didn't do it. So fingers crossed we'll get a little punk rock baby. And are you ready for this one? This is my big prediction for the year 2022. Tasha Adams will be asked to be the bachelorette again. Why not? I loved her. She's my favorite bachelorette of all time. She has now hosted the show for a year I mean, she went from being the bachelorette to getting engaged to hosting two seasons to ending her engagement. And now what? We're invested in her finding love. She loves to be in the public eye. I think she would do it if they offered it to her again. Why not? If that Nick person can be on what feels like every season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, known to mankind – Anything is possible. They're also back to their original programming this next year. One Bachelor season, Bachelor in Paradise, and then one Bachelorette. We know she isn't hosting Clayton's season because Jesse Palmer is. Give Tasha the full season that she deserved, not Claire's leftovers. Cast for her. Give her a mental all. Give her an after the final rose. She didn't get it, you guys. And I think she deserves it, and I would love it. 2021 has been a year. I started the Instagram page, started this podcast, and those two things, although to some people, maybe small and trivial and whatever else you would call it, have truly, truly been the highlights of my year And I'm not joking. The community that we've been able to grow together, I feel like I've made so many new friends. So thank you to you for listening to this podcast, for following along the pages. Thank you to The Dip for making my dreams come true. Seriously, I love working for you. Speaking of The Dip, don't forget to follow them on Instagram for all your pop culture fixes. That's The Dip with two Ps. Before you go... Leave a review if you have not left a review yet. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can write a little review and leave a star rating. You can also now do it on Spotify. So go ahead and give a little boop five-star rating. I have to read the best review I've ever gotten. The tagline says, I don't even like Bravo. (laughs) And the review says, I don't even like Bravo or The Bachelor or pop culture that much, but I do love Morgan. She's the only podcast I really listen to. That made me laugh so hard. Imagine hating everything I talk about, but still listening every single week. (laughs) Anyways, that's dedication and I love you for it. All right, guys. See you in 2022. Don't kiss any toads this New Year's Eve. I'll be watching. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. 
Coke's summer refreshment so you can hop on another ride like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. <laughs> 